Welcome, Bills Mafia, to Bills or Bust, the podcast dedicated to all things Buffalo Bills. I'm Tom Murphy. Join in as we talk about the Buffalo Bills, of course, and also the other 31 teams in the league that will watch us win the Super Bowl or bust. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, Bills Mafia, to another edition of Bills or Bust podcast. I'm Tom Murphy. And uh, today, it's a very special episode. have one of my, some people would say we're good buddies. I prefer to say we're just mere acquaintances. Today, I have uh, the host of NBA Today on Sirius Radio, Justin Termini. Justin, how's it going? Thomas, I got to tell you, I've worked with a lot of professionals in my career throughout uh, the last 15 to 20 years. That introduction right there, I mean, you're as smooth as some of these guys that are pulling in big bucks in regards to hosting programs. And I've listened in the past. I haven't alerted you to that, but I've heard many of the past episodes uh, and you continue to get better as a week goes by. So uh, just a fantastic talent. I'm glad to finally get the invite here to join you. Wow, Justin, thank you so much. Uh, I had to check my calendar. I was thinking, uh, you know, April Fool's was uh, last week. Yes, I know, Thomas, I do. And I figured I saw you here. It's been a while since I saw you. You don't look good. So I figured I would try and uh, give you a compliment to make you feel better about yourself. Well, you know, the way you look right now, you, there's no way you could feel good about yourself. Uh, indeed, indeed. But, uh, you know, it's just you get used to it as time goes on. But uh, as I said, you know, you look great. You look like you just came from uh, Easter dinner in your green hooded sweatshirt. The family must have been really, uh, really proud to have you at the table representing the family. No, they were happy that you actually scheduled this so I could get away for uh, for a little bit <laughs> and actually uh, enjoy each other. But uh, excellent. Uh, actually, no. And to be fair, you know, it's, uh, we, uh, we like to, uh, you know, give each other a lot of grief. It's just what we do. It is pretty amazing to have you on. You're definitely the biggest uh, "quote unquote" celebrity we've had. Then why the can I can I just ask you a question? Then why has it taken you so long? Like I heard one a couple of weeks ago with Matt Flynn. So you had Matt Flynn on before me. Is there a reason why it took you so long to get me? I, on? And I also I invited my mailman on before I asked you. Wanted to have him on before he, I had you on. But uh, why don't you try having a woman on at some point? Then I mean, you got the mailman, the guy at the bodega, Matt Flynn. Have a female on. Well, yeah, you know, you know how intimidated I am by women. So. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, and I did want to address this with you. Uh, I was definitely going to ask you in the summer when I figured you'd have more time. I literally, not to boost your ego too much, I literally would not think you would have had time during the NBA season to come on our yeah, podcast. So, so let me let me get this straight. You were going to wait to ask me until the summer. Yes. Then instead of asking me at any point during the regular season, you said, hey, let's have him on the day before the postseason begins, the busiest time of the year. This is literally the busiest time of the year for me is the postseason begins this week. And that's when you asked to have me on, not to mention on Easter Sunday. I know. Well, I knew if there was one person that you would make time for, it would be me. So I do appreciate it. And, You're welcome. Uh, and, uh, no, it is a it is a treat. Uh, we've known each other for about fourteen years now. I think it seems longer. It definitely seems longer now. What made you come up with fourteen? Like typically, you know, fifteen years, twenty years, ten years around things. You said fourteen. Do you have a specific date when we met? Uh, yeah, I think it was July two thousand nine. We met with our good buddy Ryan Shibley at a beer garden in Astoria. I marked it on my calendar because I knew it was a special day. It changed your life forever. There you I know. Go. It's just a, a special human entered my life today. <laughs> well, let's do something like this every 14 years when we get together over Zoom. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm surprised you think I'd be alive in 14 years. Well, that's why I'm saying 14. I know I won't have to do it again. <laughs> oh, man. That is a uh, that's classic Germany. And also, you know, you are definitely an NBA expert. You, yeah, you're not. You, you kind of uh, swayed away from the NFL uh, landscape probably decades ago. I only talk about things that I'm I'm paid. I only do things I'm paid to do. So that's watching. <laughs> uh, that's why I haven't been on a date in a while. No, no girls paying me to do it. So, uh, yeah, so it's just NBA for me. No NFL. No Masters this week. None of it. God, I, I would have loved to see the girls that would pay to go on a date with you. <laughs> no, yeah, I figured it'd be the opposite. You empty out your Venmo account for you know just five minutes of coffee talk. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, to, to speak with to speak with women. All right. So, uh, as you are a longtime listener, you know, of the yeah. past few months, we start every show with the answer to last week's trivia question. Uh, and last week we asked, who is the Bills' all time leader in interceptions? Do you have a guess right at the top of your head? Uh, well, what's the Andre? Uh, what's his uh, last name there? Andre Andre Reed, the wide receiver, yeah. leads the Bills all time in interceptions. Oh, I thought you said receptions. Oh so, no, interceptions. Yeah, no, no. no. You, so you didn't enunciate that correctly. As one broadcaster to another, you got to enunciate better, Thomas. I thought you said receptions. Oh yes, good save, good save. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, no. You're right. Maybe I do uh, run my words a little bit together. It's you have a lot. I have a lot to learn from you, Justin. That, now give the answer. <laughs> the answer uh is butch bird who was a uh, legend back in the 60s with 40 and nobody on the team now is even close to matching that number. did did anybody answer that correctly did anybody win uh we're gonna find out uh pretty soon you know and yeah. what do they win they don't have to listen to the podcast for a couple of straight weeks <laughs> nice reward <laughs> nice reward yes so yeah so now you have to listen for the next few weeks because you did not get it right Oh, God. It's going to be a tough couple of weeks. All right, Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You might have to miss some games uh, here in the future because it's like, oh, yeah. Sorry, can't watch Can't watch Philadelphia and uh, Detroit. I'm just going to guess they're going to be a playoff matchup in the NBA. Philadelphia, Detroit. Detroit's actually got the worst record in the NBA, so they're not going to make the podium. Really? Yeah, really? Even with Richard Hamilton and Chauncey Billups? Yeah, no. Uh, those guys, uh, they're a little old now. So, yeah, they struggle. Yeah, I, think I think they're like our age. Much better shape, but yes. Uh, than both of us, you mean, right? Not just... No, they're in much better shape than me and much, much, much better shape than you, yes. That would that would be fair. That would be fair. But uh, your experience with the uh, Bills, you've always... You grew up a Giants fan, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. So I, I do remember Scott Norwood, yes. One of the uh, great days of my life. And it would have been better if I had known the impact that it had on you. I didn't know you yet, but if I knew you, uh, I would have celebrated that moment even even more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would have been, I'm um, guessing you would have been nine years old then. And yeah, just if you, yeah, if you just knew like years later, you were going to be meeting a diehard Bills fan who still like has not lived that down. That game was 30, 30 plus years ago. And, but yeah, and you've been no. drinking ever since. How many peers did you pound that night? Even at age eleven, yeah, I was, yeah, uh, yeah I was sneaking uh, my mom's uh, Michelobes. They didn't even have Ultra then; it was actual Michelob. Actual Michelobes. But uh, you have come to meet me uh, twice while watching Bills games. You I have to, to Bar Forty Three, yeah. And while I always, I you know, we joke a lot. I do enjoy your company. You know, you're like uh, one of my closest, you know, friends of a friend. 
Yes, you That's know, through somebody else, exactly. But yeah, I mean, like, I always enjoy your company, but you do, uh, you have a tendency, like, right, you know, when, like, an important play is going, like, you, you decide to actually, like, talk to me and ask, like, serious questions, which you don't do. Yeah. In, in like, hey, Tom, it's, it's, Tom, why are you so stupid? Tom, you know, stuff like that, correct? Exactly, yeah. Like, uh, just like, uh, Tom, why are you so stupid? And it's like, I could ignore those questions, but, you know, during the Bills game, you'd be like, oh, yeah, so Tom's like, yeah, how did everything go with that? And it's like, you know, third and two going, you know, <laughs> but like with five minutes left. And I'm just like, dude, stop it. And there was the one time I remember uh, Bills were playing the Panthers in week two. And most Bills fans listening will remember that being a, the Panthers beat us nine to three. And I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. And you, you know, having zero interest in this game, possibly other than to see me upset at the yeah. Bills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you did say, like, and I didn't even realize he was just like, dude, that was like the most boring game ever. Because <laughs> it was, because uh, it was like, yeah, three field goals to one field goal. And I kind of like put things in perspective, like, oh yeah, to a non-Bills fan, that game just must have been an absolutely dreadful experience. So I am glad you came out for that one. Yeah. And I mean, it was even worse for me because I was listening to you talk the entire time. But uh, no, really, the attraction. Have you had your father on the podcast before? Because that's somebody that got the Bill's knowledge. He's got the Bill's history. Uh, and he's very fun to speak with because that's who I'm like. Whenever I go out to these Bill's games with you, you'll say this person's coming. That person's coming. This person's coming. Uh, a lot of different people are coming to this uh, to this event, these events. Uh, but I just want to know, is your father coming? And if your father's coming, then uh then i'm i'm in as well i'm coming oh, as well. that is true yeah he uh he always enjoys your company yeah i knew you two was you two would get along well I, i'm gonna have to ask him if he'd want to be on this podcast i do have to admit my dad he's going to be 70 years old this summer and uh he's very untechnologically savvy i think he does have a zoom account he would not even i don't even know if he knows how to set it up i think his girlfriend actually does that and i just might ask him if he'd like to be on sometime I just, uh, the whole technical aspect, I think he might just be, he might be really lost on. So you're on a podcast where you have a, a very big reach and you're downplaying your father's intelligence level. I mean, that is, I mean this is a guy that raised you. This is a guy that I've spoken to. And I think you're not giving him enough credit because when we go out to these games, we're having in-depth conversations. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm not saying he's, uh, I'm not saying he's an unintelligent guy and uh, he would definitely agree. You know, there are, there are people of a certain age that we know that somehow the new technological advances. I'm, I can even include myself in that. I'm not good with, uh, sure. no, the toothbrush. I, exactly, the toothbrush. No, so not the shampoo. Because I might still. You do have nice hair, Thomas. It's one of the only reasons I've maintained the friendship. I know. Yeah, it's the one thing that's actually stayed, uh, kind of stayed uh, true. Like I used to have that, and also my eyesight. Yeah. And now I'm starting to notice my eyesight is starting to like wane a little bit. I had perfect eyesight probably up until about a month ago. Yeah. And it's like, so now it's just, just hair. So That's now all. you'll have something in common with all the girls that date you. They can't see very well. <laughs> there's, there's no way they got vision if they're, if they're going out with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you always, you always know what to say, but uh, yeah, no, I could agree with you, but no, it's the hair, you know, going to be 44 pretty soon i'm still rocking that uh, even that's if amazing if i can't say the same for my vision well i haven't turned 44 yet 
I notice you're always like your father is going to be 70. You're going to be 44. Typically, isn't that something like a five-year-old does? Like, I'm going to be this age? Doesn't like an adult say, you know, I'm 42. I'm 33. I'm 15. They don't say what they're going to be. So you would prefer that I say like, oh, I'm 43 in 10 months. No, just say you're 43. 43. And when is it? June 3rd is your birthday? Uh, yeah, you can send, that's when you can send the death threat on Facebook as you do every year. Off the, the top uh, of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of cutting the cake, cut your wrists. Instead of yes, blowing out the candles, blow out your brains. If you had any, I don't use that one with you because you don't have any brains. Ooh, yeah, so along those lines. Exactly, yeah, you need to be accurate. But, uh, it is funny. Yeah, I do have to mention, no, it's June 4th, but, uh, yeah, you can, you can definitely leave a message on June 3rd that way. That way I'll miss it. But yeah, Justin, uh. He's very infamous. I actually look forward to this. It always cracks me up. Probably for the past six plus years, every year on my birthday, you know, uh, I never check Facebook anymore. But when I do, it's usually, you know, on my birthday because I like I love attention. Yeah, of course. You know, and uh, you know, people from my past, you know, they get the invite and they, they. It actually now has the button you can actually press that says you don't even have to type "Happy Birthday" anymore. Oh, really? I haven't been on Facebook for a couple of years, other than to harass you. So I didn't realize yes, that. Exactly. I just yeah. You don't even have to type "Happy Birthday," and it actually gives you the option on somebody's birthday to just really. Type. Does it put an exclamation point at the end? Um, yeah, actually, an emoji of some sort, yeah. like a celebration emoji. Which is awesome. I mean, I still like simply do not have time to send everybody a, you know, happy birthday on Facebook. And even though I know it's like that's going to take two seconds, yeah. I just don't want to do it. So I'll like go on Facebook, read. It was the first year, like probably 2016, let's just say. And it's just like happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. All of a sudden I get to yours. Then it says, happy birthday, Tom. I hope it's your last. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was not. Uh, it was not. Yeah, I've had about seven cents. Exactly, I know exactly. Yeah, you can't stop me. I'm indestructible, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I message you right away, and I'm like, Justin, seriously, I've been laughing about that for, and I hate giving you credit, but I just I had to tell you. You had to for that one. That was a pretty. I was just like, dude, I've been laughing for about like five minutes. So okay. yeah, the thing that concerned me is how many likes it got. A lot of people like that. Most of my family, yeah. Are, it and uh, yeah. retweeted it. <laughs> Finally, the truth. Someone said it. <laughs> yes, my grandma was like, wow, he says what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one person and, in the family that can think and she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's the thing. I think it's like two years later. Uh, yeah. You wrote. Yeah, you wrote the one that you said is just like, instead of using a knife to cut the cake, use it to cut your wrists. Yeah. And I like laughed and it's kind of like, eh, not his best one, but uh, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, it still, still made me well, chuckle. Next time I'd like you not to laugh at it and maybe think about actually doing what I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, take it, take, <laughs> it as, take, it, take it as an order, not as a. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. One of my personal favorites was uh, it was like the next time we come around to celebrate you on your birthday, I hope it's around your coffin. <laughs> yeah that was a good one too i forgot next time we, you know, I'm next glad time we're celebrating something that has to do with you hopefully instead of a cake we're celebrating around the coffin i know yeah i'm glad you're people like that one too you know i speak i i really do say a lot of things that we as you know your friends we get together we talk about that stuff i just say it to you the other guys say it behind <laughs> your back yes exactly Ryan, flynn exactly they all they Kevin all <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah. Um, oh no, that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, I always get a kick out of that. So yeah, you say this is a uh, uh, you know busy time for you. You got the playoffs coming up, and uh, I do. I hope you're able to talk about this. Um, you got to mention. I know one of your uh, big listeners of the show, famous listeners, is Chuck D from Public Enemy. Yes. I did hear you got a shout out in uh, his latest book. Is that correct? I do. It's uh, up on, you can see the picture on Instagram at Termini Radio at T-E-R-M-I-N-E Radio. I uh, wrote a nice little note and drew a picture of myself. And he's a very talented artist in addition to a um, musician. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, some people can do nothing like you and some people like him can, <laughs> uh, can do many things at a very high level. So uh, it was, yeah, it was an honor. He listens to the show a lot and he's got a new art book uh, out. I think it's called Living Loud and uh, I've got it on the coffee table. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I would definitely like to check that out. You know, I thought like when I heard about that, I'm like, man, that's a really good big deal. It's, uh, yeah, but you'd like it. It's a picture book. So <laughs> yeah, that, I always <laughs> do. Yeah, I could, I could finish that at least in a month. Yeah, exactly. You know, flipping through the pictures, it's got about five hundred pages. Yeah, so I did give you about a month as fair. Oh, exactly, and uh, and there a lot of these pictures are in color, and like I, I usually need that kind of stimulation. Well, they're not in color. I, I have. I'm sorry to. Okay. They're black and white. So, okay, that's you know that's fine as long as uh, as long as it's just the pictures in black and white, no words. You could color them in if you'd like. Oh, very, very nice. Yes, that would be that would be ideal. But uh, yeah, and that's some that's somehow I should sell myself from now on. It's like uh, Tom Tom Murphy, not Chuck D. That, that, yeah, I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. I think people people know the difference. Oh yeah, they're just like yes, like the the levels of talent. It's just uh, yeah, the opposite ends of the spectrum. Get some more self confidence. You're doing a great job on this podcast, so. Oh, absolutely. Very happy. Uh, we're hoping to have you on often during the summer, depending on how well this one goes. We are going to, I did, just did check with my producers. We're probably going to edit this entire showdown to like all the times you don't insult me and the parts that I look good. So this will probably only be like a four minute episode. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, the listeners will be able to make it from start to finish this time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about brevity because, uh, you know, I just like simply, uh, you know, I, I kind of lose patience myself. So yeah, well, I kind of like to, you know, get this down to like 40 minutes or depending if something's a little more interesting, uh, we'll go longer. Nice. Uh, unlike your show, I'd like to talk about uh, the NBA Today on Sirius Radio. You have a three-hour show and you do it daily during the week. Yeah, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 Eastern time with Eddie Johnson. Yeah, Eddie Johnson, the 1989 Sixth Man of the Year Award. Yeah, yeah, wasn't good enough to start, but uh, you know, came off the bench uh, for 19 seasons in the NBA. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing: like uh, everything, um, this may surprise you. Uh, I've never listened to the show. It's not because I don't have time. It's just more to like lack of interest. What? No. And here's what I'll say about uh, like the difference between us is like friends, and I'm serious about this. Like we've joked around a lot up to this point. Uh, is like I've listened to your podcast correct uh which is which is great uh i've gone to support some of the movies that you've made i've acted in some of the movies that you've made where you've asked me uh to give up my free time in order to participate you mm -hmm. have access to my show it's free on the nba app uh four to seven eastern time all you have to do is download the app uh and you've yet to make an effort to 
uh, show any interest in my career. Uh, and it's something that's odd because Matthew Flynn, who's a mutual friend of ours, has gone out of his way to listen to my work. Ryan Shibley has gone out of the way uh, to listen to my work, and many others have as well. So I'm glad to know that you've not made any effort whatsoever in the time that we've known each other to show just a modicum of interest in, in my career. I, I take that as a huge compliment. Okay, yeah. So the NFL draft is in two weeks. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm kidding. You know, it's like, you, know, you, you, make, you make some valid points. Uh, you know, um, I do appreciate that you have listened to the podcast, and I actually do believe you. You are, you are very supportive. Um, I have actually seen your clips because uh, you have been on, uh, I know, Fox 5. Uh, yeah. Talking about, you know, Knicks and such. And, you know, we do joke around a lot. Those are that's mainly what I've seen of you in your element. And you are you are very good. Like, I'm not going to lie. I definitely know why you're a huge success with uh, Sirius Radio. And uh, yeah, that's uh, you do have me on something there. Uh, I have not listened to your show. I was mainly making the joke. I will. Uh, I, I mean, I don't necessarily find that to be a funny. I find you to be very funny, Thomas. It's why I keep you around as a friend. I don't find that to be funny. I find it to be sad and disturbing that you don't support your friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's three hours, though. And I really, you know, I don't. Uh, I'll definitely listen in, like, kind of when you get close to the draft. Well, cause you never I mean, know. I never said, like, Tom, tune in, listen for three hours, okay? How about 30 seconds? You know what I mean? Like, let me see what this is all about. Let me listen for a segment, something of that nature. Well, I tell you, I have looked, uh, I have, like, checked out your work on on the news. But, no, you are right, and I should uh, I should be more supportive because you are you are supportive. Uh, you know, I've never been supportive of your work. I've only been supportive of your uh, running, as you know. Exactly. No, I, yeah. And I've, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm aware, Tom. Thank you. You've, you've actually gone out and run with me before. Uh, yeah, we could tell the story about how uh, a couple of years ago we went out for a walk. I mean, not even a run. Okay. Not even a run. We went out for a long walk. And this clown had to go home with a boo boo on his foot. He got a blister and he's like, I'm going to have to cut the walk short. And he left. We were at 40. We were at, uh, I know I was at 42,000 steps. Here's one thing I will say. Uh, we are, um, you know, Justin's actually a long distance runner or was. I was until I hurt my back. Yeah, that, it would be hard to do. It would be hard to do that. And we're both getting older. You know, that's I use excuses. You're allowed to as well. And, well, what's uh, your excuse? Mine's I got a bad back. What's yours? Yeah, mine's just like I don't feel like it. Yeah, yeah. So you got bad willpower. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh, we were going to go break uh, at least my record of sixty-one thousand steps in a day. Yeah. Uh, and we decided to do this. I think it was, uh, it was the Sunday or sa- it was Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. If I remember correctly, it was like ninety. It was like ninety-five degrees that day. It was scorching hot and. You know, we did a good amount of walking. We walked like the entire from like almost 100th West Street after crossing through Central Park uh, down the uh, Hudson River. Yeah. We stopped to get a beer. Uh, that was a mistake because as soon as we started drinking it. Uh... Yeah. I mean, and I think we, we didn't we weren't like pounding beers. I think we had one no. beer. Yeah. And I think it's like it gave me a time to stop. And I realized I'm like, man, my feet are kind of like a little sore. And I was kind of unaware at the time. I think uh, especially the left one was swelling immensely. Yeah. It, it, like So it was similar. Like we each had our maladies that day. Uh, you were walking to my right. Right. So your yeah. your left foot hurt. Uh, my right ear was in significant pain uh, because <laughs> we were talking the entire That's time. Like, that yeah. took me a second. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, and then I think we stopped. And at one point, I kind of like rolled my ankle and it like started to hurt more. And I was like, we have to stop. We got another beer. And at that point, when we stopped that second time, like I literally could not, I could not walk on it anymore. It's like my left foot was just completely swollen to like uh, when I got home. I had to take, I couldn't even, you know, take the train. I had to take an Uber from uh, around the NYU area. I think that's where we got to cut it cut it short at 42,000 and uh yeah you were still giving me shit and I was uh I was re- I still remember it was oh my god it was excruciating pain it took me like 5 minutes to walk from just like the uh walkway from where the car dropped me off to my front door of my building yeah and it was like oh it was just excruciating I'm I'm going to be back east here for a significant amount of time we should get together for a weekend and see if you can do a little bit better this time do you think you could Absolutely I think I might have to uh yeah I may have to check my footwear cuz I think I may have been wearing sandals which was not a good idea and sandals uh, for a, sandals to walk that distance what does that tell about your mindset were you planning to do a massive walk and instead of wearing running shoes or walking shoes you're wearing sandals I'm gonna guess that's what I was wearing. I can't. Like, I can't remember. That was. Uh, I would hope you wouldn't do a walk like that wearing sandals. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I think you did it in shoes with no socks, because that's like your that's your style. I th- I believe you. I were don't doing think that. I would do that. Yeah, and that I'm pretty sure you were. I'm, I'm pretty sure you were not wearing socks, and I thought that was a little odd. But you and actually you actually broke my record. I think in France you said. Yeah. France and you 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 crushed my record. Yeah, I I walked over eighty thousand steps. And for that's insane. I almost can't. Yeah. Must have been uh like you must have been doing that from like six AM to ten PM. Yeah, I I went from like seven in the morning until after midnight. I got home after midnight. Oh wow. That's uh I stopped for a couple of beers. Yeah, that's that's another thing. I we may have to cut the beers out. I know you I know how much you enjoy drinking and uh well, with you, I need to, because if I'm not drinking, then I'm listening to all your complaints sober, and it's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I understand. You know, it's uh, you know, it's a toleration thing. But Usually, uh, like, when I hang out with my buddies, they're complaining about their wives or their kids. You're complaining about your parents. My mom, this, my dad, that. I mean, that's, that's why we got to get you the girlfriend, right? It's like hanging out. Yeah, I actually do. I have been. I have been uh, with a young lady for almost six months now. Really? She she has great eyesight. She lay, actually had laser surgery, so there's no excuse there. She finds yes. She finds she finds me pleasant. She finds me pleasant pleasant uh, on the eyes, Justin. I don't, Thomas. I don't believe it's it. It's an uncomfortable silence. You did not know. Well, I, I don't believe it. I mean, I, we've always had a relationship of honesty, and now I know you're you're BSing me because there's no way that could be true. All right. Yes, we well, can make it to meet her, and uh, eventually. Yeah. No. So I will. Uh, you do like you have made valid points. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I'm not I'm not very familiar with the NBA. I used to be as a kid. It's almost like the opposite. You know, your your life is pretty much. Uh, really revolves around the NBA because just not even the NBA, you go to Europe usually once a year, right? For the summer league. Is that right? No, I it's the summer league is in Las Vegas. So I go to, I go to Las Vegas for the summer league. Yes. Europe. I just go to Gallivant and bar hop and check out historic sites and uh, try and uh, uh, make love to the European women. Uh, but uh, no, uh, uh, the summer just, leagues in Las Vegas. I know exactly. It's uh yeah, one thing, you know, it's still, I'm still in the learning process. Uh, eventually I'm going to have to make a note, like do more research on 
guest topics. Yeah, exactly. Like you I have a like guest on, you research a little bit about their background. Just a little common bit. practice. Yeah. No, yeah. It's like I was able to pronounce your name correctly. But that was, no, that was good, which is better yeah. than most. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, but no, I mean, yes, obviously it's a very popular show. Eddie Johnson, I I imagine he seems like a really nice guy, very very pleasant. It seems like it's probably a very mm. good balance. Very I mean, good. Balance between you and him yeah i mean if you watched it uh or listened to it just once you would not say that about eddie but you know i, oh, I did actually listen i did listen for a little bit uh but during the pandemic you guys did a uh you know you guys did a uh instagram live story oh yeah so you saw that oh yeah i did watch for i did watch for about 10 minutes so yeah now we can say that uh no you're both very good but uh remember you did notice that i had come on and uh, you had said, "Is just like, oh yeah, it's like, uh, it's like Eddie, say hi to that fat piece of shit, Tom Murphy, yeah, who just joined right. us." And exactly. Eddie was like, "I most certainly will not say that." Because so what does that say about you as well? That we're getting like hundreds of people to do those Instagram lives, like get on and watch. And the one person I chose to mock out of all the dumb people that came up on the Instagram live, very very stupid people, and I picked you as the guy to mock. What does that say about you and what I think about you? I'm, I'm, a, I'm honored, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's uh, I don't know, it's uh, you know, I just must have I must have that sort of trigger on you somehow because yeah. I know you, you have, do have a lot of feelings about a lot of people, and you just your your filter, which you usually have on pretty tight, just completely comes off when it comes to me. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh, the, the, I can't help myself, but, uh, you know, let people know what I really think about you, which is not much. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, at the very least, you know, you keep listening to the show. Uh, hopefully I can turn you into a Bills fan, even if you're only listening, you know, to find more, f more fuel to, uh, you know, ridicule me. You know, hopefully I do say that I I do uh, watch these. I I do watch the games and, and root for uh, for for the Bills because of you. So I do watch the games yeah. and root for for you. So I'm sorry it has not worked out yet. Oh yeah, well actually, you know, we're uh, as many know, the past season did not go the way we had hoped, or the past uh, few. But at least we're in that position now uh, where we are. In actually I like Josh Allen. Oh, of course. Oh, how could you not? He seems like he seems like your type of guy. I love him. Big fan. Oh yeah, he's got. He kind of has moves like an NBA or like a basketball player, somewhat. You know, he likes to do the juking and everything. But yeah, we went 17 years without one playoff appearance, and we were just pretty much like a bland team, you know, for a decade and a half. It's like now, even though we have still haven't won that Super Bowl, it's we actually now have a team that we're very proud of, and yeah. you know, really. Uh, you know, and and just to speak to Thomas's diehard fandom is even when the team stunk, this guy was living and dying with each and and every loss. I mean, he would wear it on his sleeve. Where you know you would be zero and three at the beginning of a season, and it was just impossible to speak with you. It was impossible to get you to go out and enjoy yourself. Uh, oh. You were drinking yourself into a stupor. It was very difficult to watch. So you are a diehard fan. Your your oh, week is basically. Uh, made or broken by whether they win or lose. Oh yeah, I do take pride in that fact. But uh, to be honest, I'd love to say like, you know, there are a lot of fans of certain teams that like to prove that, like, you know, I'm a bigger fan because of uh, such and such. But I think that kind of that tends to uh, be true for many Bills fans. You know, we're uh, 
you know, we're still watching that team when we're like, you know, two and seven. Well, you guys are jumping through tables. Have you jumped through a table to prove your fandom? Oh God, no. It's, uh, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fear, you know, careful of heights. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could break a table. Like I'm not, I'm not worried about just hitting that surface. And I mean, you could break a table with the amount of food you put on your plate when you put it down <laughs> the, uh, for dinner. I've seen some of the the helpings that you get to the to the table with. How about set yourself on fire? Have you done that yet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no self immolation for me. It's, uh, if I ever decide to do that, I may give you the honors and give you the match. I, I do have to say that we do have a bill, a big Bills bar out by me in Hermosa Beach, California. Huge Bills bar, and those people oh. go nuts. You must have been out there as what? Did you play uh, Week One, uh, the Rams last year? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was uh, oh, the Thursday night football. The Bills fans traveled out there more so, I think, than any other fan the entire year. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, they they tend to do that. There are a lot of. Uh, it's a reason uh, the city, the city of Nashville, kind of hates us. Because when uh, we had a history, we had a series of like it was three years in a row where we were playing down in Nashville. Yeah, and it's just we'd overrun that stadium. People were saying it was like sixty percent, forty percent Bills fans in that yeah. stadium, and I think it was actually pretty close uh, in Los Angeles. I know some of the Rams were Rams were kind of upset, like they were the defending defending champs, and this was their you know. Oh, big it was the city was the whole city was overrun with uh, yeah down by Hermosa Beach because. We're about 10 miles from the stadium. So people stay down there on the beach and then they go to the game. So, oh, okay. uh, yeah, I would say the Bills fan was the the fan that overtook that area the most, the entire oh, okay. oh, I've definitely heard that. And I know, uh, I mean, it was, and especially it being week one and our high expectations, I did know, uh, I knew a lot of people who went to Los Angeles. And it's usually, it's kind of funny, it's how people in Buffalo usually see the country. It's like they usually don't do this during the summer on their own thing. Like, oh, let's go see, you know, let's go see Mount Rushmore. Let's go see the Grand Canyon. They're like, yeah. oh, let's go see Seattle because the Bills are going to be playing playing there. And it gives us uh, an opportunity to see a new city. But, uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm glad. And we're actually, you know, I think we're pretty respectful uh, guests in other people's cities. I hope you didn't have any uh, bad run-ins with Bills fans during that week. No, I mean, you know, perfect. I mean, I had a couple over my house. It was very fun. Oh, did you? Yeah. No, I'm just being sarcastic. Yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't imagine you inviting strangers, you know. Is she a Bills fan, this girl that you're you're dating? Uh, you know, she she tries to be uh, what she understands. She is from Brazil, so. Oh, she is. Wow. Oh, yeah. So she's, uh, un- unfortunately, I think the only Bill she knows is Damar Hamlin because his name Gotcha. His name was kind of became like worldwide. Not Bruce Smith, not the Jim Kelly, not uh Oh no, no, wait. Oh yeah, no. She wouldn't no. She's also thirty-five, so like even if uh you know five, Thomas, thirty-five. Was it yeah, I'm not I'm not that far removed from thirty-five. I don't know about that. <laughs> have you been down to Brazil yet? I have not. Have you met her family? Was that no, that does not happen yet. Still in the early, early stages. So you're six months in. You're 44. You got to get it picked up. You gonna have kids with her or what? To your own, to your own, to your own admission. I'm not. I'm still 43. So not a child. Oh, that's right. But you kept talking about how you're almost 44. I got confused. Oh uh, yes, exactly. Whatever, whatever gives me more distance between you. And uh, but yes. Uh, moving on. 
We got <laughs> Which so is you, what she's going to be doing in a couple of weeks, I would assume. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. All right. I'll have to edit that out for her sake. So we don't need to be giving anybody any ideas. <laughs> but uh, so you're actually, even though you are, you cover the entire uh, NBA. Yeah. Uh, you are, you do have an affinity for the Boston Celtics. It's two weeks in a row we've had uh, Celtics fans on our on our podcast because our good friend Matt Flynn. Yeah. Last week. Big Celtics fan. Yeah, as are you. Yeah, so uh, you've actually got to interview a few of your greats, uh, a lot of your uh, heroes growing up. I know you have uh, yeah. Larry Bird at least once, right? Yes, Larry Bird. Uh, you know, one of the thrills was a couple of weeks ago, I was hosting a show solo, and uh, the material apparently was so good that Kevin McHale called in. Uh, so Kevin McHale just heard what I was talking about. He wanted to chime in. Uh, I've talked to Bill Walton. I've talked to Danny Ainge. I've talked to Robert Parrish, the chief, Cedric Maxwell, uh, oh, right. John Havlicek, Bob Cousy, uh, Bill yeah. Russell, Sam Jones, uh, Satch Sanders. So I've talked, yeah, I've talked to basically all the all-time great Celtics. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is funny. I got to meet Robert Parrish very briefly uh, when I was a teenager. because Chief, Yes. As you may know, uh, I went to high school in Massachusetts in a town called Milton. And I think someone my mom worked with had like access. It was like this really small like charity thing. Yeah. And my mom was able to bring myself and one of my friends to uh, this thing where a bunch of Celtics, it was kind of right after the, right after Bird had retired. So 92. It was, I think that said, that actually sounds about right. Maybe... Uh, Parrish was Parrish was either still on the team or had just retired, but he was at this thing. Uh, it was the big star of the team at that time was Dino Raja, if you remember yeah. him. And I was very excited because I always loved college basketball, and I was a Celtics fan too. I still root for them, even though I just don't uh, I don't have time to really follow the NBA. Well, but you got sixteen yeah. Bills games. How could you find the time? Oh, exactly. Yeah. And, and now a, a girlfriend. So, I mean, 16 bill games, a girlfriend. Exactly. I mean, I'm, my, my plate is already full, as you know. Yeah. A part-time job? I mean. Yes, this, uh, <laughs> and, this pod, and this podcast that takes hey, well, up hours a day with all my research that uh, I did on you, and I still, didn't, I still don't even know half your story. Exactly. For a friend, which you should naturally pick this stuff up. Oh, yeah, exactly. And they're probably going to forget, too. Probably this summer, I'm like, hey, are you back from Europe for work? And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. And but, I'll probably uh, say, no, I'm still over here just so I don't have to hang out with you. But I remember, like, I really wanted to get, uh, you know, I had basketball cards with me. And uh, I think I had a couple other, like, things of memorabilia that I wanted yeah. to get signed. And Dino Raja, I remember, was completely unapproachable. They like to smoke. If you offered them a pack of cigarettes, you probably would have gotten it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I was like 13 or 14 at the time. So it's uh, I so you were unwilling that. to part with a pack because you were so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I needed. Yeah, I needed my rights back then. Yeah. So, yeah, I grew up in Southie, you know, it's usually uh, <laughs> usually by 14, pretty much uh, you're getting your, you know, you're getting your throat removed because you've been smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <the whole. laughs> I wish your throat was removed. I wouldn't have to listen to you for the last 45 minutes. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's <laughs> These 45 minutes you'll never get back because my voice is just as clear as the night is blue. 
if that's the same. <laughs> that's not how I would describe it, Thomas. But, <laughs> but uh, and also uh, the future of the Celtics, as I thought, was also there. He was a rookie drafted 19th overall, and I felt like he was a steal. Remember AC Earl? Yes. Yeah. No, I do. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I guess he didn't really pan out. But uh, yeah, I waited in line to get my picture with him, and I think I still have this picture, and it's me, you know, smiling all day. Oh, and you can just see this guy's just totally phoning it in. He just like leans into this picture with this kid, just like not into it. Yeah. Like just not even like it was like his mouth was like like it almost looked like he was like just completely just uh, then he glazed over. He was dazed. He was oh absolutely yeah. emotions. Uh, yeah, and it just kind of seemed like a lot of the a lot of the players they were just there to show up. Like I was under this like impression, like oh god, I'm going to get to meet all these Celtics and everything. Yeah. But uh, Dennis Johnson was very nice, uh, the late Dennis Johnson, and I think he may have been a coach at the time. He definitely wasn't playing. And I guess my mom, like a coworker of my mom, who had like the connections to the thing, was just kind of like you know, uh, it's like have him have him come up to like this VIP area, like uh, me and my friend. Uh, yeah. And we were able to go up and just meet Robert Parrish, and he was just so gracious and so nice. And, uh, yeah, no, that was kind of like – that was the big highlight of the day. And he signed my basketball card, you know, shook my shook my little hand with that, like, monstrous uh, – Yeah. You no, know, like his hand. Oh, he's a good interview. You never would think it, like, watching because they called him a chief. He never smiled, but uh, he's – Oh, no, very – yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he was very, you know, very smiley and very uh, – You should get him on the next podcast. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, this is this is the jumping point. You know, uh, I'm thinking of asking Eddie Johnson for the next two. I could hook that up. Oh yeah, you know, is he a fo- is Eddie a football fan? Uh, Eddie's a Bears fan. Yes, I think I I think I saw he went to University of Illinois, and uh, oh, he'd be oh, great. The draft is coming up, and uh, oh man, that's uh, you know who. Eddie Johnson, I'd be a little uh, intimidated by him. Unlike you, you know, this is just like, you know, nothing nothing intimidating about this interview, but uh, somebody as famous as your co-host, Eddie Johnson. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not quite. I mean, I'm sure more people know who I am than him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He seems, like, he seems like a really nice guy. I like the way he defended me when you were just completely well, he, in all fairness to him he would not have done that if he knew who you were or anything about you yeah, exactly he's gonna he's gonna retract that you know three years after the fact it's just like i remember i defended your friend thomas murphy when you were now that i have a better grasp of who he is and what he is about i i want to make sure on the record that uh that was yeah. A mistake. oh yeah just justin completely like you know I thought he was being mean by calling him a fat piece of shit, but like I met Tom and he is a fat piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> and I was being nice. I felt. Yeah. It's about as nice as you've ever been. It's uh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just used to it. I always, I always do despite uh, your animosity. I do find you often uh, very, uh, very entertaining. Like for sure. Well, thank you, Thomas. That means, uh, that means a lot coming from you. Oh, yes. It means, it means something. But yeah, so uh, I had mentioned jokingly the NFL draft is coming up. Uh, you do a lot of work with the uh, NBA draft. Yes, I do, Thomas. I'll be there in uh, in New York. In fe- I'm going out to the lottery and the combine in May. I'm going to Chicago, and then I'll be up in New York uh, in June. I believe that's the last time I actually saw you is uh, I did the draft on a Thursday night, and then on a Friday night, you and I went out to dinner. Uh, and. Uh, talked about a bunch of different hypotheticals 
Uh, yeah, no, it was, I mean, I tend to remember all of them. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is right. This last time, yes, we, uh, that's when we met at uh, the, the restaurant. The Italian joint. Exactly. I was thinking of another time. Pasta was, Lovers, right by Sirius XM. Oh, uh, yes. That was but, a good meal, huh? It was actually fantastic. I'd like to go back there again. Who, who paid for that? No, that would be you. Yeah, no. For your birthday. I got it for your birthday gift. Oh, is that is that what it was? Oh, I thought uh, I thought I ate, and then it was just like I'm going to the bathroom, and I thought I just like slipped out around the corner. No, no, I actually no, I did that for your birthday. That I do, I did appreciate that. No, you were, uh, and then you were trying to buy me beers at the next bar we went to, and I was just like, enough is enough. It was. Uh, yeah, no, you took a stand there. You're very, you're very proud, a proud person. Very proud, yes, and admiring yeah, stuff. And I think I look. I think I looked you dead in the eye, and I was just like, "No, Justin, I don't want to owe you anything." Exactly. No, I I do recall that now. I was I was pretty blitzed, but I do remember you saying that. Yeah, no, it was it was very nice, and it was, uh, you know, it was a ton of fun, and uh, yeah. So we'll have to get together again when you come out for uh, the draft. The draft is always in New York City, right? Yes, it's always on a Thursday night at the end of June in New York City. Excellent. So I'm going to see you that Friday. Uh, yes, exactly. I mean, unless something better comes up. But I'm on the East Coast now, Thomas, for a little while here, so I might be able to pop up on a weekend prior to the draft if you're available. I know you got a very busy schedule with very the nice. podcast and the female companion. and Oh, absolutely, you're, yeah. You're working twice a week. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I'm sure I could find, uh, you know, I could, I could always find time for you. Oh, anything for a free meal. You are yeah, exactly yes. You are a, a one of the most genuine acquaintances. But let, let's let's cut the shit. We're friends. Like yeah, every, everybody's got an opinion, like they say, right? <laughs> yes, but uh, you know, say I'm actually getting the uh, two minute warning here from uh, from the uh, producers here, who you know, Court and Harry. We got to talk to them uh, beforehand. Uh, you could have warned me. I was going to have to do that. By the way. No, it's uh, sorry. Well, I like. I thought I was just going to talk to you, and then I got to deal with Court and Harry. That was not a good surprise. Oh uh, yes, and uh, and I also know you probably have to get back to your Easter dinner, uh, even though your family is just probably really enjoying this time uh, of peace and tranquility. What Easter's about? Yeah, <laughs> I'm back, just like uh, just like Jesus on Christmas. I am back. Oh man, he's risen! He's risen from the dead of his uh, microphone, and uh, so uh, yeah, we have uh, again to uh, all of our listeners. It was a very uneventful week for the Bills. We have the draft coming up in two weeks. Uh, we're going to have plenty on that before then. Uh, so our trivia, Justin, for next week with your vast knowledge of Bills trivia. Uh, Everyone knows it's a known fact. Bruce Smith is the all-time leading sack uh, king in Buffalo history. Uh, who is number two on that list? Number two in sacks? Yeah. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Wow, that would be really sad if he were number two on, uh, on that list. No, you are wrong. And, uh, but to find out, you will have to listen. Uh, who is it then? No, we're gonna find you're gonna find out next week when you. So you don't in. know who it is either, then. <laughs> yes, I. That's what I do. I give up. I give these. Uh, no, no, no. You're pat. You're you're taking the easy way out. You mocked me for not knowing who it is. At least I guessed, and you don't even know. That's really pushly. Why, why would I? Why would I give a, a trivia question 
that I'm hoping people will have the opportunity to, uh, you know, answer for themselves. And, uh, like, I think that would be pretty egotistical of me to be like, well, bleep it out. answer it and then bleep it out. You got great producers. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do it when, uh, you know, we get off when we get off from here. And, uh, no, for those who couldn't see me, I was acting like I was looking up, uh, the answer, the answer on Google, but I do know, I do know the answer. Once we cut out here, I will give you the answer. Thank you. Yes, exactly. You don't think I know it, do you? No, That's what I do here. I, I just, don't think you know. I don't think you know anything. Unfortunately, you knew my number, but <laughs> yeah, I just come up with uh, I just come up with random trivia questions and be like, I got to find the answer out to that by next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually very easy. That's actually a pretty easy method. Like I take all I take all of this effort during the week to come up with a good trivia question. And then, but I also, in order to do that, I have to come up with the answer too. That took you all week to come up with who's second in sacks in Bill's history. Uh, I was actually working on it previously that week. It was, uh, you know, I was taking, I was kind of walking on, you know, walking up and down the pier. Like, what's a good trivia question for when Justin's on the show? No, then you got a uh, you got a blister on your foot. Yes, exactly. My foot started swelling up, and I was like, <laughs> "Ow, ow, I Uber." <laughs> my god after three thousand steps today oh god need to rest <laughs> the puppies <laughs> but uh yes so uh justin termini thank you once again uh very much appreciate having you on and look forward to having you on again let's not push it let's yes okay fantastic uh once again justin termini the host of nba today on Sirius Radio, airing weekdays, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, I'm going to start listening. You can watch it now, Thomas. We're on the NBA app, so you can now watch it for free. Uh, I, I definitely think you're more built for um, audio. Audio, the audio medium? The audio medium, yes. Yeah. So I can look at like almost anything else. I could look at like a steaming pile of trash yeah. while I listen to your show or... I can watch like a violent train wreck as opposed to, you know, I just think that the, I think the audio portion. Is no, just, no, that, that's fine. I mean, I'm meant for audio. You're meant for the written word. And there you go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, we will just, uh, with that note, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I have many friends, but few better just in terms of. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's what I anticipated. I have a lot more friends, but, you know, I'd expect to be at the top of your list. You're down my list a little bit. It's about quality, not quantity. I'm, I'm better liked. Yep. Absolutely. And Bill's Mafia, thank you again for tuning in. And let's go, Buffalo. Thanks again for listening to Buffalo Bills or Bust. Remember to like and subscribe. Leave a comment. And let's go, Buffalo. Buffalo Bills or Bust has been a Samurai Dinosaur production, copyright 2023.